0: The blast from our past network.
1: Yes? I don't get it. (coughs) What exactly don't you get? It, It turns from a building into a robot, right? Precisely. Well,
0: what's fun about that?
1: Well, If you had read your industry breakdown, you would see that our success in the action figure area has climbed from 27% to 45% in the last two years. There, that might help. Oh. Yes. I, I still don't get it. What? What don't you get, Josh? Well... There's a million robots that turn into
0: something. And this is a building that turns into a robot. It's what's fun about playing with a building? That's not any fun.
1: This is a skyscraper. Well, couldn't it be like a, a, a robot that turns into, into something, like a, like a bug or something? A bug? Yeah. Like a big prehistoric insect with maybe like giant claws that could pick <laughs> up a car and, and crush it like that. A prehistoric transformer. Interesting. Gentlemen, mm. it, so the robot turns into uh, a bug. Ah, uh, gentlemen, oh, you should you should listen, listen you to it. We just go. got a very good idea here. The robot turns into a bug. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is a yes, great yeah. idea. A water bug different yeah. sizes yeah. and things. And, Susan, and, and we could do ladybugs. You can have them wreck buildings. Transformers for girls. A this is an earth, yeah. bug. All kinds of possibilities. This doesn't just happen. This guy just doesn't. This doesn't happen. You just don't. He doesn't just come to a meeting and say bugs. Well done, Josh. Well talking back
0: hey everybody welcome to talking back the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies comics video games and more i'm your host tim with me as always Mostly always. Co-host Dean. Dean, welcome. Hey, Tim. What's up? What is up is that uh, this week we're covering the movie Big. Now, I don't know if this is a popular movie with people or not. I actually have no idea. What do you think? Oh, really? I don't I know. think it's popular. Yeah? Yeah, I think
1: people love Big. Yeah.
0: I can't recall a single time in my
1: life where I've talked to someone about Big. like so that's true that is true i feel like i have never talked to someone about big which is interesting because i feel like there's lots to talk about there's lots to mention about big when you run into someone um but yeah i also haven't done that uh but i think it's i think everybody loves it i think it's one of those classic movies tim yeah i mean i think so i think it's a classic i don't know yeah i
0: don't know if people like this movie or not it's classic i agree but uh, people like, I don't know people like it.
1: Dean. Yeah. What I'm
0: trying to say is I telling don't you. know if people have watched it and
1: like it. Yeah. And no, I think yeah. people know about it. I don't know how many, I guess people have watched it. I feel like this is one where like everybody's seen Big. We'll have to do a poll. We'll have Kay. to do an Instagram yeah.
0: poll to figure this out.
1: This is one of those movies, I think, that if you haven't seen it, you just like lie. You're just like, oh, yeah, I've seen Big. Like just because <laughs> you know about Big, you're just like, yeah, yeah, I've seen Big. I've seen it maybe i don't know so you'll put that poll up and you'll be like have Jeez. you seen big and everyone will be like yeah yeah, yeah we've seen big we see even if they haven't
0: who are these liars you're talking about
1: yeah they who just would, they just think they've seen it because they've heard about it who would lie about seeing big
0: why, why do you even have to lie about that just be honest be like hey man I don't no know. i actually haven't seen big and then you can be like oh dude or do that check it out you have to watch it
1: you have to Check watch Big.
0: Check out Big. It's a classic that yeah. not many people know about or everybody knows about. We don't know.
1: Yeah. I Tim, I think everybody knows about it. I'm pretty sure everybody knows about it. I bet you that poll is more of like the 50 50
0: variety. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, none of that matters now because we're already we're here doing it. That's we're here uh, doing we, it. You already just blind. In.
1: Yeah, you're just blind to the big love. You just have no idea out there who loves big.
0: Wall. I'll tell you one guy who does. Ooh. Me? Yeah. I love it. I love the shit out of this movie.
1: I love Big as well. It's great. It's
0: also really weird. Yeah, but it's are you, great. Are you one of those guys who's just like, yeah, I love Big?
1: What's, what's Big? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I, yeah, I've, for sure. For sure, I've seen it. For sure. Yeah. Big, yeah, big hero Love Six. that yeah, one. I
0: love that big, big hero movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, T. Hanks, classic, classic Tom Hanks movie there. I love it. Ooh, thanks. Thanks, Hanks. Thanks. T Hanks. Yeah. I just
0: put that together for the first time ever.
1: Yeah, it's like a uh, it's a big gif out there is that ending when he uh, when he's waving. And they put thanks they put T Hanks on the gif. I use it a lot.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I've (laughs) never
1: seen that. It's pretty, I'll send it to you.
0: It's pretty you, good. You also got really close to spoiling the ending there, but you didn't give away oh, any Oh, did so, I? Well, That he waves at the end? That's well, a huge spoiler. Uh, well, no, well, hold on. You, you, uh, I didn't know how far you were going to go with that, okay? Okay, Okay. fair. Sometimes
1: fair. you take liberties. Yeah, I've learned,
0: but you Yeah, learned. you held I'm off. i not going to go there. You held off. Oh, nice job, yeah. Dean. You held off. That yeah. was great. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I watched the hell out of this VHS back in the day okay yeah uh it, it really is a great film
1: yes <laughs> it is <laughs> sorry oh, now
0: you don't know now you're not too sure no you're thinking, it is you're like what is this big movie you
1: still don't know what movie we're talking about tim i didn't know i was still i was still googling what big is what yeah, is right, big? exactly exactly what is, i know tom hanks is a, no tim i didn't know it was my turn uh yeah i i, I love this movie um and I was just actually what I was doing is I was lost in thought here and I was like oh, okay if you watch the shit out of it that's probably why I watched the shit out of it like just because it was probably around while I was young and maybe that's why I think everybody knows about it just because I knew about it because uh, you had watched it hundreds of times
0: this comes up a lot where yeah. you say that I watched something so you watched yeah. it I feel like I didn't let you in my room. I feel like you weren't no, no, allowed no. to watch things with me. I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like I would have like kicked you out and just watched it all by myself. I don't know. I was that type of brother.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking even younger than then though, Tim. I'm thinking like back back in the day when you had to watch movies like just in the downstairs area. Yeah,
0: maybe. Uh, I would yeah.
1: I would sneak I would sneak down there. And so like I think Big, everybody knows about it. I think Tremors, everybody knows about it and loves it. Because these are movies that I feel like you watched. And so I was just like, those are the movies. Jaws, Big Trouble in Little China, Tremors, and Big are the only four movies out there.
0: Well, yeah, those were the four that got huge amounts of play in the house.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's for sure. There were more. There were more. We'll we'll dig there some are more. of those there up are more. too. But yeah, uh, for right now, we'll just stick with Big here. Uh, Dean, the American... The American Film Institute has big on its top ten fantasy films of all time list, which kind okay, of yeah, cool. kind of blew me away a bit. That's a that's a yeah, it blows me away for sure. That, but that's really impressive. That's how good this movie is. That's on there with movies like The Wizard of Oz, The Fellowship of the Ring, King Kong, Groundhog Day. So it's a it's a beloved movie. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's a quick synopsis. After wishing to be made big, a teenage boy wakes the next morning to find himself mysteriously in the body of an adult. Okay. Perfect. Yep. That is how you write a synopsis. That tells us everything we need to know. It's very short. It's very concise. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Did you write this one, Tim? Didn't even write this one. Okay, sounds like one of yours. I don't even think I could have written it this good. This is this is excellent. A-plus stuff here. Definitely. Now, Dean, the whole idea of this movie resonates with me. Because when I was younger, I mean, share your stories, but I feel like it it's the same with everybody. When I was younger, I always wanted to be older. If I was 9, I wanted to be 10. If I was in grade 7, I couldn't wait to get to grade 8. Uh, I always wanted to get to 16 so I could drive a car. Uh, I just feel like it's human nature to want to be older you know. when you're a child. Obviously, that all changes when you get to a certain point, then you're like, oh, I wish I was younger. But I just feel like the whole concept of this movie is something that sort of seems to be built into human DNA. Yeah. And I think if this opportunity was presented... A lot of kids would take it. A lot of them would say, yeah, make me big. Make me a grown-up.
1: 100%. That's why I think it really resonates. I think this movie can resonate both with kids a lot and with adults, which is what's really cool about it. Um, But... Yeah, I definitely was the same way. Definitely always wanted that next age, you know, that pushing pushing to that next thing. Um, we've talked about it on the pod before, but like we had the same parents, but I feel like we had different parents because yeah. <laughs> your parents let you watch everything you wanted and my parents didn't. Um, and by the time I came along, uh, Dad decided that those ratings on movies and video games are what he's going to live by. He's going to live by the ratings. So I always wanted to hit that next rating. I wanted so bad to be 13, so he'd let me watch a PG-13 movie, or he'd let me like buy a teen, a game with the T on it, a game with teen on it. He'd actually let me buy that if I was 13. And then when I was at that point, I was like, oh, I can't wait till I'm 18 so I can watch the the R stuff. I want to get to that point um eventually you get to a point where you're like 15 and you just do it anyways but i i always wanted that i was i I, that's exactly my experience as well just i want to just want to be older Mm -hmm. yeah then you're like i want to be 50
0: so i can put dad in a home and pay him back for all those (laughs) times he wouldn't let me watch rated r
1: movies (laughs) yeah i was like dad hey you talking about age yeah you're at you're you're at an age you're You're at a certain age where we do where we put you in a home yeah it's the, it's the, it's the uh, required age to put someone in a home. Take, uh, take some of his movies away. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: you said something interesting there, though, that the movie works for kids and adults. Mm-hmm. Th- this, this viewing for the podcast, this is the first time I've seen it as an adult. I had only Same. seen it as a kid when I just binged the shit out of it. Um, yeah. So it was really interesting to watch again. A, it holds up hundred percent B, you're totally correct it works equally as well for an adult and and a child it was just it was perfect it's so well written my goodness my goodness we'll get into it but wow
1: it's it's so weird because like the stuff that really works i think for an adult um is like it's way darker than i thought like all like all this there's a lot of stuff going on like with his home that he had left (laughs) that's actually really dark stuff and really like sad stuff that I now get that I didn't get when I was a kid at all. It was just like, Oh fun. He's doing a bunch of fun stuff and he's working with toys. Like awesome. I I love this movie. But now I watched it and I was like his mom at home. Like wow.
0: Okay. So I was old enough at the time to understand that. Okay. I I kind of got the same vibes this time around. Um, Yeah. Yeah. They do really touch on some very kind of deep and emotional stuff
1: there which really adds to it um it does yeah you don't expect that in a movie like this you know they, it's they like it's left like this it lighthearted they go for the heart a lot you, so you don't really expect that out of it you don't really expect these like really dark moments to happen in this movie but they they're there
0: but it's like a real they try to make it as realistic as possible even though it's yeah. this like super fantastical storyline they yeah. want you just to suspend your disbelief for that one thing and then everything else is kind of dead-on accurate. Yep, for sure. Yeah, a lot of fun. Now, it was released in 1988 with a budget of $18 million, and it grosses over $150 million. Nice. That's bonkers, dude. For big? It's bonkers. Yeah. We're talking about big here. Not a lot of people know about it. I, th- I don't know if anybody knows about this
1: movie. I think everything you've brought up so far, Tim, indicates that a lot of people know about it. It made a lot of money. It's on the AFI top list. Yeah. I think people have heard of Big, Tim. I think I'm in trouble when the poll comes yeah. around. Yeah, they've when heard the of poll it, comes have out. they seen
0: it? Have they seen it? Okay, fair. <laughs> now, Dean, that would put it as the fourth highest grossing movie of 1988- I'm not gonna do it to you because I feel like you have zero chance of getting this.
1: <laughs> I was like, I was already starting to think. I was like, okay, 1988 it's, top movies. You will agree with me. That's too tough. I think it's too tough. I won't even
0: pose the question to you unless you really want to have it posed.
1: I would. I would need hints. I wouldn't be able to just uh, rip them off the top. Yeah, I don't. Need, I don't think hints. Well, I guess I mean the
0: hints would probably be either. Too obscure or too obvious, so I'll just uh yeah, I'll just go, tell you what they are. Just yeah, ahead of Big was Good Morning Vietnam, then Coming to America, and then surprisingly to me, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Okay, I yeah, I didn't remember that 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 movie made so much money.
1: Yeah, I I I wouldn't have guessed that that would have been highest grossing for sure. Um, a huge huge movie, and you know, um. Zemeckis after Back to the Future so it kind of makes sense he's the big you know the big blockbuster guy now but oh yeah totally I I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed that'd be top grossing
0: now it was directed by Penny Marshall she was Laverne in the television sitcom Laverne and Shirley she directed Awakenings A League of Their Own Riding in Cars with Boys and more and for her work in Big, she would become the first female director to gross more than $100 million at the box office. Oh, cool. Nice. Written by Gary Ross, he wrote the screenplay and directed Seabiscuit. He also wrote the screenplay for The Hunger Games, Ocean's Eleven, and a couple others. And he had help writing Big from Anne Spielberg, who was the neighbor of Gary Ross and is the sister to Steven Spielberg. Cool, yeah, definitely. She hadn't done much else other than this. I think she kind of got this because she was neighbors with Gary, right? But (laughs) he's like, "Come on over," and I'm writing a movie. Yeah, (laughs) he's just in the backyard having a margarita and writing. And this is, yeah, hey, hey, Ann. She's just on the other side of the fence and just yelling ideas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can help you out. (laughs) Make sure you credit me. Yeah. Uh, What if they danced on a giant piano? (laughs) Oh man, magical. (sighs) Uh, but their work together, Anne and Gary, um, on this movie got them a nomination for Best Original Screenplay at the Academy Awards. Awesome. Well-deserved. Yep. Music is by Howard Shore, who's done a ton of stuff. We've talked about this guy a little bit when we covered the movie Seven. He's also done Scanners, The Fly, The Silence of the Lambs, Mrs. Doubtfire, That Thing You Do, The Game, Gangs of New York, The Departed, The Departed. The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, The Hobbit Trilogy, and more. This guy's a legend. Heavy hitter. Yeah. Now, not a very big cast. Uh,
1: Tim, I like (laughs) it. I like what you did.
0: That's my only pun. I promise that's the only. I had to throw one in. I don't like puns all that much, but I had to throw one in. (laughs) There it was. Okay, I I apologize. And also, I don't apologize, but there won't be any more. Not on purpose, at least. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't big, but it was good. Good cast. Really good. You've got yeah. Tom, Tom Hanks playing Josh. You've got Jared Rushton playing his friend Billy. Elizabeth Perkins plays the love interest Susan. Robert Loggia plays the boss, Mr. McMillan. And John Hurd plays the jealous co-worker
1: Paul. Yep.
0: Now, before we get to the story, a little bit of background. Steven Spielberg was tied to the film as a director for a time and was going to cast Harrison Ford as Josh, but when his son was born he dropped out. Wow, that would have been interesting.
1: I don't I can't even picture it.
0: Well, I, you never can. We've talked about this this before and, and I'll, I'll get to it here in one second all the people that were up for the role, but you can never see anybody else other than the person who actually gets the role, yeah, being the person. But
1: especially Especially Harrison Ford. You have to be so, like, sincere and so earnest in this role, and he would just be like, well, he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care about anything. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So Tom Hanks,
0: uh, he actually was the first choice for the role, but he declined due to scheduling conflicts. So they signed on Robert De Niro, but he had to back out. And then a long list of people were considered... Including Kevin Costner, Steve Gutenberg, Warren Beatty, Dennis Quaid, Matthew Modine, John Travolta, and Sean Penn. Okay. Gary Busey auditioned for the role, but director Penny Marshall didn't think he could pull off playing an adult, <laughs> which is hilarious and sort of true. But I could actually really see him pulling this role off because of that. Because the because he can't really play an adult,
1: yeah, it's a different uh, it's a different movie, obviously. But he has this like he would be going for it way more, you know. It'd be like an over the top version of this. But yeah. I think it could work. Maybe he does a really good job. Like every time he's playing, not every time, but like there's a lot of movies where he's playing an adult, and you're like that guy's just never grown up. You know, that guy's just he's still stuck at being 18 or whatever it is. So I think it he could have done it uh, just a bit of a different movie.
0: Yeah, Dennis Quaid would be playing the 13-year-old boy in a man's body who finds cocaine. <laughs> yeah. That would, have been how he, that would have been his take on it. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, have, wouldn't have worked out be, very well.
1: Just be jumping out of cars, you know, just rolling out of cars, mid-stride. Oh, man. I I love Dennis Quaid when he's got energy.
0: Him and Paul would have ended up being best friends in this movie. Instead oh, of, instead for of enemies. sure. For sure. <laughs> so... The movie starts out, and just seeing the start of this movie took me back, because yeah. we see Josh, a 13-year-old boy, playing a text-based adventure on a computer, and I remember doing the same thing as a kid. My yeah. friend had a computer. We didn't have a computer until I was you know, older, older than this, but he did, and he had a text-based adventure called Dracula, and man, did we love playing it. It was so much fun, um, I mean, it just shows you how far things have come because I feel like I could probably sit back down to that game and probably go through it, but I don't know about kids doing that no no kid is gonna sit down to a text based adventure nowadays. There's just too much too much more out there that's like more satisfying than that, you know, yeah, but man, yeah and- that's that's like sorry that's just what like captured our imaginations was reading yeah. these words and trying to figure out what do we need to say to move on and then what's going to come next and it was just so fascinating uh it really really just had us using our imaginations in just really creative ways and I'll, I mean I'll never forget it it was just it was great
1: yeah that's the thing right there is is the imagination like those games don't have any sort of uh they, they don't really explain how you're supposed to type through it how what you're supposed to say what you could offer to do in a situation you have to come up with it you have to be like how should I open this door and you're like uh, chop it down with my axe and it's like you don't have an axe you know it's like you just have to think of stuff you just have to creatively have to figure out how to get through a problem and then the game will tell you if like that was the right answer or not and uh, yeah it's it's You really have to use your imagination really reminds me of kind of like, um, I mean, kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, where you really are just like, imagining what's going on in the story, although those have a little bit of direction to them. Um, Yeah, the games now, you know, it's like, it'll just tell you what to do. There's not a lot of that. There is there is mystery, but like, you're not using your imagination. Yeah, but you're also using your your visuals. You know, you're 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 not exactly. You're not using your imagination. You're seeing what's happening and then trying to figure out this. You're reading words yeah. <laughs> and trying to figure out what to do next. They're wild. I sat down and tried to play one recently, and it's like, what am I supposed to say? And you you hit a wall of creativity because you're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's available available to me, and you just throw it away. So it was those games were awesome back in the day. You really, especially getting together with friends, you really had to like put your heads together and try to figure out what you could do.
0: Yeah, very, very hard. Very hard.
1: Yeah. Anyways, we see Josh uh, is a normal
0: kid. He seems to have a really good life. His parents love him. He's got a best friend, Billy, and Billy tells him the best way to go about looking down their teacher's shirt. So that's great. A girl, Cynthia, seems to be into him. So things are
1: looking up for him. He's got a great life for a 13-year-old. Yeah. Looks like it's good to be Josh.
0: Yeah, Josh goes to the carnival with his parents. He sees Cynthia in line for a ride. He cuts half the line to be beside her and they start chatting it up. And then his parents are like off to the side calling his name and taking pictures of him. Extremely embarrassing for a 13 year old yes. here. This yes, is definitely, this just reeked of embarrassment. Yeah. He thinks he's in with Cynthia until Derek shows up and he's there on a date with Cynthia and he can drive. So, this is bad news. Then Josh tries to go on the ride, a ride he just told Cynthia he's been on before, (laughs) but now he's not allowed on the ride because he's not tall enough. So Josh is devastated, and I get it. This is just enough embarrassment to ruin a kid's teenage years. This
1: event right here would be mortifying. This is a great setup to this movie, on so many, like, s- there's so many layers to it, so many levels to it, because you have to really like Josh, so he's really cool at the beginning. Like you said, like, it's it's like things are looking up for Josh. We have to understand later, you know, what Josh is like, because we're not going to see the kid anymore. And we have to understand, you know, we have to get a handle on Josh. So we get that with him, like, okay, yeah, he's pretty cool. He's got things together. And then he gets to this point. He walks up to this girl. She's so much taller than him. I'm not thinking she's so much older than him. I'm just thinking, like, boys are shorter than girls at that age you know when when they're like when boys are like 10 to 12 they grow later you know so they're like shorter than girls so it's like oh yeah i don't i don't actually think she's that much older when i see him walk up to her she wouldn't just though. have she would have been a couple no of years she would older have been for sure she would have yeah she would have been but like i didn't really think that i just thought like oh you know he's short um especially because she like talked to him earlier i thought she was interested in him so i was like oh they must be you know close in age well sorry but then i, I you
0: thought so i thought that they I thought it was obvious she was older because okay. the idea at that age that an older girl would like you just is like the ch- the the cherry on top of the cake. It's like, yeah, it, it, you would because it girls would usually date up in age. Right. Which is what ends yeah. up happening here with this. Right. With this dude who can drive. She's dating up. But. Um, normally guys would date someone in their class. Some girls would date someone in their class, but if anybody was going to date up, it would be the girls. So to see this kind of reverse situation where he thinks he's in with her, right. That makes that even, that escalates even in my mind, like, Oh, he's dating the older girl even. Um, Yeah. But obviously that wasn't the case.
1: Yeah. I felt like maybe she was like a year older. And then the guy who came along was like, then a year or two older than her. Um, It's just like, yeah, what, what I felt, but uh, yeah, then, He's so much taller, you know, then you really get to see how short, you know, Josh is and then can't get on the ride. It's just a perfect, it's a perfect, like crushing, like you said, crushing moment to make him go and just like, it, to make him not want to, not want to be small, you know, not want to be a kid, not want to be 12, 13 anymore. It would make you want to go home,
0: crawl in your bed yeah. and like never yeah. get out of
1: it. Me, me for sure. least, if that yeah. happened to me, yeah. uh,
0: I'd be devastated. I'm sure Absolutely stuff like that happened to me as well. I'm sure. I'm sure I had like oh, situations
1: like that. Happened to me all like the time. That. Yeah. I was only embarrassing as a kid.
0: Yeah, I think I was as well. Uh, <laughs> especially around girls. Uh, like, oh, for sure. I had lots of friends and stuff like that, but I did not yeah. know how to handle myself around a girl. I had no idea. No. And my choice of the best thing to do was just do the most embarrassing thing. That'll work.
1: Yeah. Good choice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not very popular with the ladies. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's okay, though. That's all right. So Josh sees Zoltar, a fortune-telling machine. He drops on a quarter and wishes to be big. A card slides out and says, your wish is granted. Then he looks down and the machine isn't plugged in. Hmm. This part legitimately always freaked me out a bit as a kid because they make it extra creepy uh they've got the weird music going on uh the way they film it is a little bit creepy this zoltar guy looks scary and now the machine's not plugged in but it's working yeah they uh, they got me they always felt like a little bit off at this moment
1: it's extremely creepy uh i've been watching a lot of 80s horror movies lately. And uh, that's exactly what it felt like. I just felt like I was watching another 80s horror movie. This is how it would have started, <laughs> you know, just like exactly like this. And then this is where it takes the turn into horror. And that it was, you're right, like the music, the everything, the vibe. I was like, that was a little scary. I was actually thinking, was I scared of this part when I was a kid? Because it it, it, it really felt like that, you know, because I, I I couldn't handle a lot of stuff. So I was thinking, did this is this a memory I have of being scared of this? And I couldn't really come up with it, but I I felt like I would have been.
0: I just about was. I think I was just old enough not to be like, like not to need to turn away, but it was always unsettling, just the way that they put it together.
1: Yeah, because like nothing's really happening, but it is unsettling. It's the way they film it. Yeah.
0: So great scene as Josh wakes up in his bed and he is in fact big. Good reveal too. We follow his feet to the bathroom, his large awesome. feet. He looks in the mirror. He sees it. And I thought he took it pretty well, actually. Yeah. Like it's a pretty it's, it's a pretty good scene. Like he doesn't just like look and freak out. He also just doesn't look and not freak out as kind of somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But what
1: the hell do you do now? You're a grown man. What do you do? I'm thinking, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking like, oh, shit. Like, he's going to go downstairs. His mom's going to freak out. Like, yeah, what do you do? What do you do now? I think he comes up with a great plan. I think he ends up doing
0: what we all would naturally do. This yeah. is what I like about what, what his choice is. Because, yeah, he grabs some of his dad's clothes, puts them on. He sneaks out of the house, and he goes right back to that carnival. Like, let's undo exactly. this wish. So yeah. I like that he he gets his wish granted and immediately wants to back out. I think that's a really important uh, piece um, to have happen. Um, but the carnival's gone; it's just gone, dude. They've they yeah. tore it down during the night, and it's not there. Yeah. So what else can you do? Oh, well, I guess let's go explain to mom what's happened, and she obviously freaks out that uh, there's a stranger in her house saying that she's. Or saying that he's her son, uh, so she chases him out with a knife, and then he yeah, goes to school. Of course, yeah, of course. Then he goes to school. Let's talk to my best friend Billy, who obviously at first doesn't believe it, anyways. But then Josh is able to convince him by like sharing something that was special to the two of them that only the real Josh would know about. So, yeah, um, these are and- the
1: yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, these are the parts that are like, surprisingly dark, where it's like, they're not really playing it super hard into comedy. They're playing it into how these people would feel seriously in this moment. And his mom is like, really freaked out. There's just a random man in their house saying, I'm your son. So obviously, she's just really freaking out. And then, when he goes to talk to his friend, his friend starts crying because there's like an older man who's just like grabbing him and trying to be like, I am your friend. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just so freaky. So he like actually starts breaking down and crying. And that's where I'm like, whoa, like they're really serious about it. There, It's it's not all comedy. They'll get to like where it's fine. And they, he realizes that it is his friend. But this is really like, this is a really scary moment for this kid.
0: Yeah, it's very realistic. Like, um... yeah. Josh and uh, Billy decide to like go to the city to get a hotel for for Josh yeah. to stay in, so he's got somewhere to stay, and it's it's scary for him. And like the first night, yeah. he breaks down crying in bed, and he's like calling like calling for his mom. You know, like it's very, it's very true and yeah. heart heartfelt, and it really tugs at the strings, which is one of the main reasons this movie works so well. Sure, you could leave that out; this becomes more of like a straight comedy. But then it doesn't get, like, top ten fantasy uh, from the AFI. Like, these real, like, kind of scary, realistic moments are what pushes it over the edge to make this movie great. And they incorporated just enough of it, I'd say. They didn't do a lot of it. There's um, some moments sprinkled in. uh, Just enough, though. Not too much. I liked it.
1: Yeah, Um, exactly.
0: And it's like this early on, you can already see how well Tom Hanks is playing this role. Like he's doing a lot of great things with his mannerisms and his lines uh, to make it feel like there is this young kid inside of this body and he ends up keeping it up for the entire movie.
1: It is incredible what he can do, uh, you know, being this kid in this adult's body. You see this a lot, lots of movies where there's a kid turns into an adult form. Um, You could play that character as dumb. But it's like the kids aren't dumb; they just haven't been around this stuff. So that's what Hanks plays perfectly in this movie: is just like sort of ignorant, and like doesn't really know about stuff and is learning about it. But he's not stupid, you know. <laughs> he's not he's not stupid in these moments. So he is just absolutely crushing his role. It's it's incredible.
0: He crushes it. He was nominated yeah. for an
1: Academy Award. He ended up winning the Golden Globe for his uh, his acting. Okay. Yeah. So okay. He was
0: People definitely took notice. I Good. I read. That to give uh, Tom Hanks an idea of how a 13-year-old would behave, Penny Marshall filmed each grown-up scene with the actor who plays the younger Josh. So Hanks could see how the kid would actually react in those situations. That is huge dedication to the movie and probably one of the more important reasons why this movie feels so authentic.
1: That is amazing. That is dedication. That is why it works. It's, I, I can see that like, because he is so perfect. He is so perfect as this kid.
0: It makes a lot of sense when you hear that yeah. because yeah. you wonder, wait, how did Tom Hanks do such a great job at it? this? Well, yeah. this is why. He actually saw the real thing happen. Amazing. Man, amazing, yeah. Now, this part of the movie here is a little bit foggy for me, but I think what happens is they order a book that will tell them where the traveling carnival carnival will be going, so that they'll be able to find the Zoltar machine. But it's going to take six weeks for the book to arrive. Is that what's going on here?
1: It's not a book. It's just um, public record of like, yeah, what carnivals are in town. Um, so they have to like, it's not a book. It's like, yeah, some sort of form. they, they didn't explain
0: this part very well. Um, no, even as a grown-up watching it. This yeah. didn't make a lot of sense, but I guess it doesn't need to. Basically, they, they don't know where the machine will be. And yeah. they tell us in six weeks, they'll find out. So you've got this period of time where Josh is stuck in the grown-up body. Yeah. Now, Josh and Billy decide that if it's going to be that long, like they need more money. They need money for Josh to live somewhere. So they decide that he should get a job. And he applies for a computer position, and I I love this interview so much. I wish it went on longer. Uh, I yeah. would have been down for you know a, a good long five minute interview scene, but it, it, very funny, very uh, <laughs> very funny things going on between you know Josh and the guy interviewing. Yeah. But shit, he's got four years of computer experience. That'll do just fine. And he gets a job doing data entry at a toy company. It's excellent. Uh, if only it was
1: that easy to get a get get a job, Tim.
0: I love the four years. He's been playing yeah.
1: games on his computer for, for four years. years. For his experience on a computer. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's
0: missing a few numbers on his social security number. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: uh twelve. Yeah, twelve. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Which was still I don't know if you caught Tim, which was still not enough numbers. So the guy wrote down zero, one, two. Yeah. He needed three numbers. And so when he said twelve, he's like, ah, okay. Yeah. Zero one two. Yeah, nice.
0: <laughs> That was good. So he now works at a desk next to John Lovitz, which was great. Great to see that guy. Um, Lovitz hates his job. He just fucking hates it. Uh, I I like that Lovitz points out um, to a woman and says, all you have to do is say hello to her and she's yours. She'll wrap her legs around you so tight, you'll be begging for mercy. So Josh says, uh, okay, uh, I'll stay away from her.
1: Yeah, great. <laughs> it's great line. It's doesn't, excellent. doesn't get it. He's only 13. Yeah, he does not want to be begging for mercy. That sounds really bad. <laughs> sounds painful just to get, like, yeah.
0: squashed. It reminds sounds me horrible. of that uh, on a top from GoldenEye. She's going to kill exactly. you with her legs. Nobody wants that, especially exactly, Josh. Tim. Yeah. So Josh calls home to tell his mom that he's safe. And that um, she'll get, I guess what he's saying is Josh is safe because it's the voice of a man. So he says Josh Mm -hmm. is safe and she will get him back. And a very, very sweet moment here where she wants to know that he's okay and wants to know what she used to sing him as a little boy. That's the only way she'll believe he's okay. So he starts singing the song and she tears up. And yeah, yeah. You, you really feel the impact here. Like her son has basically her son's been kidnapped, right? Like yeah, from for sure. From that side of the equation, it's very sad. But then we're watching Josh having a lot of fun, starting to have a lot of fun. You know, him and his friend think this is kind of great. So it's, it lightens the mood, but yeah, it is, it is tough to watch those scenes. You know, it's tough to watch the mom
1: crying because her son's been kidnapped. Every time they go back to her, I was like, this is horrible. She's so crushed. <laughs> also, the dad is just out of the movie for the rest yeah. of the movie. He was at the carnival. He's not anymore. I think he killed himself. Yeah, I think he did. He, I yeah. think he's, he's off. He's out of there. Yeah. Um, it's so dark.
0: So Josh gets his first paycheck. He heads to a toy store, just like any 13-year-old boy would do. And he bumps into his boss. And Josh is talking his ear off about all the toys. And the two of them really hit it off. And this is where you get the classic giant floor piano scene. Uh, very iconic. I read that there were backup actors on the set dressed up like Hanks and uh, Loggia just in case they couldn't pull the scene off. So that wow. uh, that fueled Hanks and Loggia you know, even more. And they ended up pulling this off all by themselves. Didn't need any help. And I always assumed that this was fake in some sort of a way. Mm-hmm. that maybe the, in some, in some way they made it easier for them to do than just like this one take. But I think they did it. I, I feel like maybe they added the audio in afterwards, but I think the actual right, yeah. them jumping and lighting up the keys like was all real, which is very yeah. impressive.
1: It's amazing. It is magic. It's magical. It is uh it's one of those iconic scenes and it's for a reason. Um, it, when you hit it in the movie and it happens, like I know it's going to happen. I know it's coming. It's what everybody knows about the movie. It's what everybody remembers. Um, and it still plays so hard. It's so good. Uh, it just, I felt it. I just felt it while I was watching it. It, is, it, it. It's incredible. It went way longer than I remembered it going. Yeah, I know. They play for a really long time. And I think that's what also kind of drew me. I was like, they're still going. They're still doing it. it yeah, I, I don't know if they're hitting the right notes or not, but who cares? like it, This is incredible. I think for
0: the most part, Hanks hit almost all his notes. I did notice Logia kind of like doubling up on notes at times, okay, yeah. w- which is why they must have just put the sound in after, because hitting two yeah. keys at the same time would play both the notes. But yeah, I mean, man, they were just jumping Amazing. around all over the place on that piano. That would have taken a long time. I, I did did hear that like, to some extent, they had they each had a version of these pianos in their house that they could practice on, just to help them cool. like get the routine yeah. down.
1: For sure, yeah. I guess it's just like a dance routine, right? They just have to learn the dance routine, basically. And it's muscle it's, it's memory, cool. yeah. yeah, yeah. Just
0: jump this hard in this direction and move your feet this yeah. wide, and you know, pull them in. And
1: it's awesome.
0: It'd be fun. That'd be a fun thing to to try out. You know, seeing this yeah. as a kid, I always wanted to try one of those.
1: Oh, for sure. This is like one of the great moments as a kid because he's like in a toy store and he's just like playing with the toys in the toy store. You don't have to be an adult to do this. (laughs) You could be a kid and do this. But it was always like, oh, yeah, I want to be an adult so I can just play with the toys in the toy store. Um, It's it's a really good scene.
0: Mm -hmm. So Josh is given a new job as vice president in charge of product development. And this makes coworker Paul very upset. Hell yeah. And a great scene where Paul is pitching a new toy that's supposed to make the company a bunch of money. And when the presentation is done, Josh puts his hand up and says, I don't get it. He says, because this toy that they're pitching is a building that (laughs) turns into a robot. What's fun about a building turning into a robot? How about a robot that turns into a bug or a prehistoric animal, and the room just starts buzzing with excitement. This was hilarious. I was <laughs> so laughing funny. out loud. You can hear people mumbling in the background over top of other people. There's just all this mumbling going on. You hear things like, So the robot turns into a bug? And you hear, <laughs> This is another guy, like, oh, this is a great idea. This is a great idea. And then you hear one guy say, We could use ladybugs. And then Transformers for girls. And then, like, oh, there's all kinds of possibilities here. it's just, like, one after another, all suddenly in the background. It was so funny, man. It was
1: so funny. It's so funny because, yeah, this building just fucking sucks. Like, the the fun part about Transformers... The fun part about Transformers is you get like a vehicle, and then you also get a robot. You get two fun things that you would have a toy of in one. You would never have a toy of a building and just a building. So yes, it sucks. And all he has to say is bugs, and <laughs> everybody goes wild in this room. Like this is a great idea. We are onto something here. Yeah, and then by the end, it's like the
0: the owner, you know, Josh's boss is just sitting there. He's just like shaking his head, like. What a great idea, Josh. That was a great yeah. idea. He's so impressed. That's a great yeah. idea, Josh. And yeah, this 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 building that turns into a robot, only from the mind of Paul could something yeah. so fucking boring come out of.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Perfect exactly. toy for him. Oh, yeah, he... <laughs> I love that he's like, uh, Josh is like, why, why would this be fun to play with? And he just hands him like a chart. And he's like, uh, cause if you didn't know action figures sales are up this right. year <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Josh, okay. is, Josh cool. is
0: playing with it and like the arm falls off. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's such a piece of shit. Uh, it's such a great scene. Oh man. Now <laughs> saying all that, I would love to have that toy. That'd be a great collectible.
1: <laughs> the, oh yeah, for sure, the building, the building, yeah, the uh, Empire State robot. Building that turns into a robot. Yeah.
0: So Paul is livid and Susan, who he's dating, is starting to get less interested in Paul and more interested in Josh. Now we see Josh move into a giant condo. He gets all sorts of stuff delivered. He gets a pinball machine, a basketball hoop, He's got skateboard ramps in there. He's got a bunk bed, a Pepsi machine, a trampoline. Incredible place. He had, I don't know if you remember, because I used to have this. He had the game, the board game Fireball Island. Do you remember that game? Oh, okay. No. Oh, one of the best, probably the best board game I had as a kid. It was just so much fun. Such a cool game. I no longer have it. I have some parts of it, but I don't have the board. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very, very cool game though. Um what what'd you think of his pad? I'll give you a chance to chime in on that.
1: Oh, this is like as a kid, this is the most exciting part because like this is where you're watching it and you're like, this is why I want to be an adult. So I can buy the amount <laughs> yeah, of exactly. toys I want, so that I can have a trampoline in my home. You know, like this is what you're like, oh, it's gonna be great when I'm an adult and I'm just gonna make all this stuff. Um that yeah, it's 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 so fun. You know, it, it it's it's so fun to see him fill up his giant apartment because his apartment is huge it's like a loft in new york so it's just like a big open space loft and he's in new york you know like this is probably like so expensive but he's a vp you know he's a vp now of a toy company (laughs) so he can afford it and he just fills it with like you know drink machine it's just stuff you wouldn't even think of you're like you can get a drink machine in your own house like that's excellent i loved it loved his place
0: Yeah, he's rigged all the stuff so you don't need quarters. You just have to press (laughs) the button and it turns on. It's great.
1: Great. And this scene of him just like having so much fun is also just, you know, it it, it has to build up in this moment that he absolutely loves being an adult and everything's going great for him because it's very scary at first, you know, it's very scary. So we had that, we got through that, and now he's like kind of figuring it out. And I just love it. I love when he's boxing with like the giant dinosaur, like that stuff just looks like he's just having so much fun. Um. I I really like this scene.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is good. He also writes home, telling his parents he's okay, and he feels like uh, he's at summer camp. So he says he thinks <laughs> that he thinks Great. this is going to be good for him.
1: <laughs> I even get to go outside. I... <laughs> Your mom thinks you're kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell her it's like summer like camp. Summer camp. Oh, I, I think I might want to stay a bit longer. Yeah. Although Tim, we don't like summer camp. It actually being kidnapped as a kid probably does feel very similar to summer camp. Actually, yeah. I don't you're I, there I might steer will. <laughs> I might rather be kidnapped than go to summer camp. Yeah. yeah, you're just counting down the days till you get to go home. It's true. It's true. We both went to Camp Cresty. <laughs>
0: we did. Now, we go to a work party and Susan decides to hit on Josh. Uh I wasn't really going to touch on the party. Did you want to talk about the party at all?
1: Yes. I need to talk about one thing in the party. Because sure. if, if if for me, um, there was something really big in this party that I remember. So if you asked me the one thing I remember from Big before I watched it, I wouldn't have said the piano scene. I would have said the baby corn. Okay. Because as a kid, I was messed up by baby corn. I didn't get it. I didn't understand baby corn. Dad had to explain to me that you can eat the whole thing. It's just right. like... It's so weird. It's just a mini version of something that's so complex. <laughs> you know, something that has like all these little ridges on it that you have to eat off. So I, before I saw this movie, didn't understand baby corn. So then when I got to this part, I was like, yes. As a kid, I was like, yes, of course, baby corn. What do you do with that?
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was inserted by Hanks. He just threw that in there. Okay, awesome. But yeah, th- this joke doesn't hit when you're a kid, but it hits when you're an adult. Yeah, uh, it's just like <laughs> yeah. you're not supposed. To, you just throw that thing in your mouth, man. You don't have to eat it like that. You just but.
1: you just eat it, man. You just eat it. Yeah. So I I that one I just always remember the baby corn because I also had issues as a kid with baby corn. So I just really remembered it. Cool. Since we're talking about it a bit,
0: there was a, a more subtle, funny thing that I liked, where that um, the Office leg wrapper. Uh, says hello to him, and he just like <laughs> walks right past her, like right past her on yes. purpose, like just ignoring her because he doesn't want to get into a conversation with her. no pretty subtle, Stay but, away. but a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so they leave and they head back to Josh's place for a sleepover, and they both have very different ideas about what that means. And uh, that was funny. Josh agrees to the sleepover. If he can be on top, which right. is, is good. But he's alluding to yeah. the top bunk. Yes. Uh, that's not <laughs> what Susan thinks he's alluding to. Um, this is a big scene for Susan's um, character in the movie. For uh, sure. Because Josh is able to get her to, like, come out of her shell a little bit here. Um, she She's pretty, like, focused on her career. Um that's like the most important thing going on, and he gets her jumping on his trampoline. And you know, she has fun doing it, and she's having a good time with him. And then he gives her a glow in the dark compass ring so that she can find her way in the dark, which I thought was very sweet of him.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you're right, it's very big for Susan's character. Um, it's uh, she's gonna start to make a turn in the movie, and here's where it starts. I like it, I like everything they. Build sort of in this scene the one thing I want the one thing I want out of it is why she's there because I don't I'm not quite sure if she's just trying to like figure out what his secrets are because you know she's been talking the whole time with that that other guy um, at the office you know that that like hates him and they've been trying to figure out where he came from and what's his deal she's dating that guy like she lives with that guy so why is she going home with Josh at this party I, I feel like for me, I thought the whole time she was trying to like just get info out of him and then he kind of won her over, but I'm not even sure that's true because I don't know. the movie doesn't really present what it is. So I just personally, I wish I had more out of why she was there, but I love when she's there and he kind of starts winning her over with how like sincere he is about everything.
0: Paul is obviously very pissed off at this entire Josh situation yeah, and, and he yeah. challenges Josh to a game of squash, which Great. was hilarious. <laughs> Josh he's has great. never played squash before. He doesn't even know the rules. Know. <laughs> and it gets really good because, you know, he Josh catches on really quick and is being very competitive. So yeah. this ends up turning into a fight. Susan <laughs> finds out um, and breaks up with Paul, which she should have done earlier. Like she should have just broken up right. with Paul. Yeah. Here, here's how you fix everything. She breaks up with Paul when he's drunk at the party then goes exactly. off with Josh yeah. instead of yeah. a, you know, a couple of scenes later, she breaks up with up with him for fighting, Josh. But, yeah, um, more great stuff out of Hanks here with the squash game, because <laughs> like, Paul basically says a rule to the game. and then Josh follows that rule, and then Paul says, no, that wasn't a rule. So Josh grabs the ball, and he's like playing like <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to let you have the ball. We're not going to play the game anymore. And he's doing just the most hilarious, like, childish (laughs) things with this ball to keep it away from Paul. He's, like, holding it above his head. (laughs) Like, that's what the tall kids would do, right? You want this ball? now that he's big. How are you going to get it? Because it's above my head and you're small. (laughs) And then he's, like, Paul's grabbing him. And he's just, Josh is moving it from hand to hand and, like, behind his back. And he's, like, running around in circles and... Paul's trying to grab his sweater, and uh, Josh is, like, squirming out of his sweater. It's all very, very funny. It's, like, really, really good physical acting. Um, Yeah. You know, so we've seen Hanks do, like, the the non-physical... What would you call non-physical acting? Verbal? Verbal. Okay, so he's doing, like, the verbal acting. He's... Thank you, Dean. He's, he's like making you believe that there's a child inside of him because of the way he's delivering these lines. But this is a really great scene for him to do the physical child acting where he's, he's like, he looks like a 13 year old kid trying to keep a ball away from a, from a grown up. but he's just yeah. happens, just happens to be the same size. It's good.
1: Yeah. It's, it's what makes the performance so good is that he's doing both. You know, he's, he's able to, he's able to kill it on both levels.
0: Yeah. Good, good scene. Um. So S- Susan breaks up with Paul and uh, Paul asks, what's so special about Josh? And Susan says, he's a grown up.
1: <laughs> I love that. Line. No,
0: Susan. I love it's it. It's the
1: opposite. <laughs> I love it. She's like, you wouldn't understand, Paul. He's a grown up. He's a grown up. You don't even get it. You don't get it. You're just a child, Paul. Yeah. Now, Dean, worlds collide
0: when josh is hanging out with billy on uh, josh's birthday but he has to leave because he's got a date with susan which uh, is a further nice transition that i like showing josh you know enjoying the life of a grown up he's like now yeah. he's sacrificing time with billy to hang yeah. out with susan for sure on their date they go to a carnival And very nice touch where they walk
1: past the Zoltar machine and he doesn't even notice it. This is not even looking for it. He's not even out looking for it. They walk right past it. It's not like he sees it and he's like, I don't want to be a kid. I like being a grown up. He doesn't even notice because he's not even paying attention.
0: Doesn't even care. Susan asks him what he was like when he was younger. And he says, "Mm, not much different. (laughs) Another good line. Yeah. Yeah. Then they go back to his place, he touches her boob, and this was all very uncomfortable to watch. As a child and as an adult, this was just very uncomfortable for me, and uh, then it's implied that they have sex.
1: Yeah, from here on out, uh, the movie gets a little bit weird between my feelings of their relationship. (laughs) I liked it before, and now it gets a little weird. Here's the thing. It makes perfect sense for both characters in the movie. It makes sense for Josh and it makes sense for Susan. It, like, she's been with shitty guys, and this, you know, she's with this guy who's different. She doesn't know he's a kid. So it makes sense for the characters. I don't know why we had to watch it. That's all. I didn't, yeah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to. I don't want to see, it. Want to and see then, it. And
0: then now, being, knowing that the th- that the director had the thirteen year old doing all the scenes, my brain can't <laughs> stop going to picturing <laughs> that thirteen year old kid grabbing her boob and like acting. How would you grab her boob? <laughs> Just like how Hanks would you does do it, it. It's I know. so weirdly and awkwardly, like exactly how you would grab a boob for the first time in your life. That's how uh, he does
1: it. Uh,
0: That's it's how he so does awkward. it so awkwardly.
1: Yeah so awkward so
0: uncomfortable
1: i'm not sure tim he would have known how to do the next part so no that's where susan comes that's where susan's expertise
0: comes into play
1: i mean later on she says that makes sense when she finds out about him i think (laughs) she's referring to this night i'm not sure after grabbing the boob that there is going to be a next part for him i think he's done (laughs) that's it for him he might it might be over that's enough that was enough (laughs) yeah
0: it's off to yes, bed. Very,
1: very uncomfortable. And then I just like get a little bit confused about their relationship carrying on in the movie.
0: Yeah. This whole scene. E- Weird. An
1: easy. An easy edit out for me. Cut. Get it out of here.
0: Easy cutting room floor stuff right there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It can just be like his girlfriend and maybe they kiss. Like That's, <laughs> that's all enough. you need. That's, that's enough. That's all you need. Maybe totally you agree.
0: go from a small kiss to maybe like a somewhat passionate kiss. Not yeah. too much. Not too much. No, maybe. Slow, yeah, exactly. settle down. Not a lot. Yeah. Minorly passionate. And that's yeah. it. But this? I can't believe no, it. No, thank you. <laughs> it's wild. So Billy finally receives that list of places the Zoltar machine is going to be. He goes to see Josh at the office Josh is on a phone call and tells Billy to come back at lunch,
1: which Boo. was extremely rude. Boo, it's your best friend. You haven't seen him probably in days.
0: Yeah. So Billy hangs up the call Josh is on and they get in a fight. And that was unfortunate. They've uh, Billy's been his rock this whole time. Yep. Later that night, Josh plays that computer game he likes. And it grounds him in reality. He decides to go back to his neighborhood the next day, and he sees kids his age playing in leaves. He sees his class taking a class photo. He sees Cynthia and other hot girls his age. He sees kids playing baseball, and he wants to go back. Yeah. And I actually got choked up by this moment, this viewing. Yeah because the movie's really succeeding at presenting both sides of the coin. They make you feel sad for Josh and his position, but at the same time they make you feel like excited for it. Um uh, yeah. so there's ups and downs, but this was one of those downs. And you know, we've seen him have so much fun as an adult, but now he's realizing that's not what he is. Like he's a kid. And he's missing out on all this stuff, all this fun stuff the kids get to do. And, yeah, I got I got choked up a bit by this.
1: For sure. And that's where the early setup of the movie, uh, the beginning when we saw Josh in his life, this is where it's paying off right now because we've seen him do a lot of these things. We've seen him hang out with a lot of these people. We've seen him play, you know, stickball, all these things. So when we see it, we can see what Josh would see because he's. we've seen him in these situations. You know, we've seen him doing these things, being a kid. So, it, yeah, it's, it's, so, uh, it's so strong here. It's so strong in the movie to do this to make us really feel like we want him to be a kid. Because when he was an adult, we really wanted him to ex- succeed. So now we know the movie has to take him back to being a kid and we are back on board. We really want him to be a kid again.
0: Yeah, I just thought of something. Is this like um, sort of classic male behavior where he sleeps with a woman and then he's like, I'm out?
1: yeah maybe i mean that's definitely what susan Susan. i'm
0: gonna i'm just gonna go back to (laughs) being a 13 year old later later i got what i came for yeah that's
1: the only reason i wanted to to be big touch a boob and now i can that's yeah i mean that was the initial goal right when he was when he was getting in line for that carnival ride the initial (laughs) goal is to touch a boob i think
0: i think the initial goal was to look down the shirt of the teacher
1: uh, Actually, now that might have been now the initial goal. he's touched goal. a boob. So he's—I mean—he's way past the initial. It's time goal, to go back yeah. to being 13 again. Yeah, when just peeking down a shirt was was the max.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Never considered that
1: before. No, me that's neither. Just,
0: that's just unfortunate timing
1: in the movie. It's just bad that's timing because. Um, yeah, it's just bad timing. That's just bad. Let's chalk it up to he bad just timing. realized. He could, listen, listen. He was up late playing video games. He played his, his game that he played at the beginning of the movie, and he realized he wanted to be a kid. That's all this is. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> he used his I imagination. So. He used his imagination as a kid, and and he wants to go back. He wants to go back to being a kid. It's not that he slept with the woman right. and now is done with her. It's not that. right? It's also kind of that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's about being a kid again.
1: Yeah, it's about being a kid
0: again. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's not about a one night's time. It's about being a kid. <laughs> okay, good. Um, Josh tries to come clean with Susan,
1: which obviously doesn't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> How could it ever go I- well? I really like when he's like, I just want to go home. And she's like, Oh, you're married. He's like, I just want to see my family again. Yeah. She's like, Oh, you're married. I like that. That was yeah, good. That
0: was good. Yeah. He's like, No, I'm 13.
1: And she's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Josh. We all feel we're all... like
0: we're 13 sometimes. He just doesn't Who's get not? it. Yeah. <laughs> we all we're all like emotionally compromised at times.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what he means. No. Before I knew you, I was in Little League. That's like what he opens with. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough opening line. That's a tough opening.
0: <laughs> well, Billy goes to see Josh again and tells him where the Zoltar will be. But Josh has a very important meeting, and he chooses that meeting over Billy. So Billy runs out of the building. Then partway through the meeting, Josh has a change of heart And he leaves the meeting. So, yeah, big, big deal. Like the biggest meeting, biggest meeting of his uh, one month career here. And uh, he's out. Susan decides to follow. She gets outside and sees Billy. And Billy tells her where Josh went. Um, You know, she's seen Billy with Josh a few times in the movie. I think she's starting to put things together here kind of very subtly this kind of happens a bit fast like they don't they don't spend a lot of time between her not believing josh and then believing josh but i think that's okay i think i think it works because i think she kind of looks back on the character that he's been and she's seen him hanging out with a kid she's seen the ideas that he comes up with at this business, um, he's telling her he's a child. And, you know, in this fan fantasy movie, I think she kind of picks up on the fact that, you know what? This feels true. So yeah. they could have done more, but at the same time, they don't need to.
1: That's it, Tim. Listen, it's, it's, it's not great in the movie how she figures it out, but also I don't care. Yeah, at I, this I don't point, care. I do not care how she figures it out, how she puts it together. It's in her head. She figures it out. She takes a pause in the meeting and she starts putting things together. I don't need to know what's going on in her head. The thing that like made her start thinking about it was that a comic book was too expensive. And like I don't know why that would have triggered anything. But also, like I said, I don't care. I'm fine with this. I'm fine with her putting it together. Yep, same. Uh, I, I did like when Billy's like
0: who are you? She's like, Susan's asking, did you see where Josh runs? And great. he's like, who are you? And she's like, I'm his girlfriend. <laughs> and he's like,
1: whoa. This kid's, this kid's whoa. crowning moment in the movie is his reaction. And his reaction totally. is basically, his reaction is like, oh, That's you're great. in for it. Whoa. When you find out he's a kid. <laughs> yeah, What? <laughs> it's so good. Yeah.
0: So we see Josh running through an empty carnival. It's gone already. The carnival's gone.
1: Uh, just like the beginning.
0: But there are a few game machines left, Dean. Zoltar yeah. being one of them. Yeah. Uh, outrun being another. I don't know if cool. you noticed that.
1: <laughs> cool. J- just
0: saying, drop a few coins in Outrun before you make your wish. I don't uh, know. For sure. <laughs> Why not? That's a great game. He doesn't. I guess he only had one quarter. That's fine. He drops it in the machine, <laughs> um, the Zoltar machine, but it's not working, Dean. Why won't it work? I know. Why? Because it's plugged in. Yeah, it's plugged in.
1: You gotta unplug that shit. He
0: unplugs it. What a great touch. Great touch. Oh my goodness. It's great. Uh, Then he makes his wish. Susan arrives. She picks up the card that comes out of the machine that says that he got his wish. Josh says there are a million reasons for him to go home but only one for him to stay, her. That's so sweet. It is sweet. Yeah. I I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, And a moment that I absolutely love in this movie and was not expecting, Josh asks Susan if she wants to go with him. This is, I forgot that this was something in the movie and I loved it. I loved seeing that again. Like, of course, why wouldn't you ask her to go with you? But she says, no, she's already been there. Now, part of me wishes she did go with him, Dean. Um, I think it would have been so adorable to see him and 13-year-old Susan. Like, oh my goodness, that would have made me, it would have like filled my heart with joy if the movie decided to do that. But they didn't do it, and I think it's okay.
1: It's fine. I definitely want her to go back with him. She's, I would say, from what I've seen in this movie, she's not being an adult. Great. You know, she's not doing a great job at being an adult. Maybe go back, be a kid, try it again. You know, try it again with Josh. You've got, you'll, you'll you, why not do it again? What adult who's 30 doesn't want to try to do it again? You know, try to go back. She's had all these, like, she, she's... She just fell in love with a twelve-year-old, a thirteen-year-old. She's probably (laughs) she's not doing great. (laughs) She needs to go back and try again. (laughs) Oh
0: man, yeah. If if for no other reason than like to get out of her current life. Yes, exactly. What what she's done, like just go back.
1: Yes, yes. Go back for that reason. She better have a really good therapist because she's going to need some help uh, coming up in the next few days. Oh, my goodness. Well,
0: here is why I think it's okay. And it's because I think the movie did a very, very, like, wonderful but very, very subtle job of, throughout the movie, transitioning Susan from this uptight, snobby businesswoman who had her hair pinned back at the beginning. She was wearing tons of makeup. She's wearing suits. She's wearing high heels. It's all about business. And they transitioned her into this really sweet and caring girl-next-door type who doesn't have to pretend anymore. She starts to wear clothes that are comfortable for her. She lets her hair down. Her hair is out. She's wearing like sweaters and sweatpants and flats. So while, yes, at the end here, she does turn down his offer, but I think his impact on her in this movie changed her very character by bringing out her inner child. And if the movie doesn't change her character in this way throughout, then I want her to go with him at the end. But I think they did enough of showing us the impact he had on her um changing her to her very core and in a way she is a child again she's just she's in the grown up body but he's brought out the child so that's why that's why i'm okay with it
1: yeah yeah definitely um for sure i think also like it uh the movie doesn't really uh pose that being an adult is better than being a kid or that being a kid is better than being an adult. So I feel like if they have her going with him at the end here, then they're like, being a kid's better, (laughs) being an adult sucks. Um, So I I like that uh, they, you know, I like that they do keep it as, you know, she's like, no, I can't do that. I can't, I can't just go back. I gotta, I'm in my life. I gotta do my life as it is. Yeah. I liked that
0: uh, his arc is kind of like, I want to be a kid and he goes to be a grown up and i like that her arc is i'm a grown up and i kind of want to be a kid right and, yeah and and yeah. like i just thought that it was a really like it was a really interesting thing and and the movie does it in a really good way because it's kind of like in the middle of the movie where their arcs cross each other like where For sure, he's yeah. at his peak of enjoyment as an adult and she is at her peak of realizing that she enjoys just being a kid um because they're both bringing it out of each other, yeah. Kind of in the middle. Yeah,
1: you mentioned you mentioned a really interesting thing about her wardrobe. She starts to wear more cash clothes, and he wears super cash clothes at work at the beginning. Yeah, and, and then when he's in they suits. cross, he starts wearing suits. Yeah. So by the end, she's wearing the cash clothes, and he's wearing the suits. Yeah, it's really interesting. It's really
0: like yeah. great character, um, yeah, character work. So Susan gives Josh a ride home. Susan says, in 10 years, who knows? Maybe you should hold on to my number. You're laughing. I like this. I liked it. I guess. Well, they leave it open-ended, and that's fine. I know. Like, there's yeah. no reason not to yeah. do it. Th- I thought that was a really sweet thing to do, just leave it. Because o- they're not closing the book on us, right? I think it. if they just say, like, I'll never, so- I'll never see you again, it like makes it a bit sadder than it needs to be. But just saying like, look, maybe in 10 years, 15 years, who knows? I mean, it probably won't happen, but just leave it open like that. I think that was a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Josh gets out of Susan's car. Uh, I noticed she wasn't wearing a seatbelt, which is not safe. Shit. But uh, it's the 80s. Josh walks towards his house. Susan looks away for a second, then looks back, and he's small again. He looks back, they smile at each other. And this was a fucking great moment, man. Um, beautiful shot, great music, great expressions from the characters, just so much heart in this one moment. Uh, everything in the movie has been leading up to this and this is just great filmmaking. Like, man, I got, I got goosebumps watching this.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good stuff. Uh, this is the this is the T Hanks wave. This is the the thanks wave gif. Um so I've seen this many times. <laughs> uh, loved it. Love this walk away. Another iconic part of the movie. You know, it's like you you think of the piano, you think of this ending. Um great. But then he's wearing this like super big suit and so he's going to walk into his home after a month and a half of not being there and his mom's going to see him in this giant suit it's like hanging off his body just be like what is going it's just another bizarre thing that she's going to have to deal with in her life um great ending
0: yeah so josh runs into his house as we hear his mom so happy to have him home again oh yeah josh says he missed them all so much Uh, I've got tears in my eyes at this point. It's just such a great ending. Then we see Josh and Billy walking down the street, best friends together again,
1: and the end. Great. And like, and like Josh is like encouraging his friend at this point. You know, it's like, you're still just like, Josh is the best. You know, he's like, you're so good at stickball. You should try out for baseball. You know, it's like, because we saw his friends like horrible at basketball at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the movie. So he doesn't want to try out for baseball, but he's like, no, nah, you're awesome. at stickball. It's just a bigger bat, you know, go try out. And you're like, damn it. I love Josh. This kid's the best. He is the best. Um, that child yeah. actor who played Josh. Great job. Great.
0: Yeah. Great job really really good um acting in the movie. I love that movie. It's it's so good. It's excellent. Um yeah. for all you people out there who haven't seen Big, check it out. Like it's such a good movie. It's a classic. Great performances. I mean Tom Hanks, I mean wow. You know. Amazing. This was this was the start of his like you know tremendous yep. journey to being one of the greatest actors of all time, but really well written. I mean really really heartfelt movie. It's so it's so good. It's so cool. If you have like a 10-year-old kid, you can watch it with them. It's, it's a really good one. So uh, I recommend.
1: Same. Recommend. That's what we do on the show, right? At the end, we both say if we recommend it or not. I don't know. Works for me, yeah. <laughs> we do now. We do, we do now, yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. That's it. We're done. Uh, everybody out there. Hey, if you'd like to support our show, we would uh, appreciate that very much. You could you could tell your friends about us. Um share the big episode. Ask them if they've seen Big. And then get back to us about it. We want to know. If they haven't, you know, we explain we we run down the movie. They'll appreciate the episode. Right, Dean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, what other ways can uh, they help support us? They can uh, leave us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app they have. They can check out buymeacoffee.com, give us a one-time donation. Uh, We'd appreciate that. Or check us out on Patreon, where you can sign up to be a patron and gain access to exclusive episodes. We've got a lot of stuff going on over there, lots of fun stuff to be had. So uh, check that out. And hey, if you're feeling sad that this episode is over, don't worry. There's tons of fun stuff happening over at bfopnetwork.com. Check out one of the other amazing podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something you like. Dean, thank you for joining.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tim. I only did the one pun. Amazing. Actually, I'm impressed that you only did the one pun. And I did, Tim, I think I did zero. What's wrong with me? We, we did well. We didn't even let one slip out. I'd say we did a bad job because we didn't do like 20 of them. We also didn't talk in an ET voice, which is a big deal for us. It's What are we doing? No, what are we even doing it's, these days? It's been,
0: a, it's been a good episode. It's been a good episode. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. And Steven Seagal Mm. is a joke.